Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 37. I'm your host, Calman, and today we are back again. Oh, wait, I forgot to introduce Kim Kim. That's me. The one and only <laughs> Kim Kim. You're Hi. so quiet over there. I am. I completely forgot you were here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we recorded a bonus episode this week, but this is going to be our official uh, episode 37. And John is unfortunately under the weather. Um, which is really weird because it doesn't usually rain in California. So, But you know what I did see? Mandalorian soup. I think it's like Campbell's, but you should eat some of that, John. It helps you. <laughs> <laughs> all that all that salt. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I actually didn't see that. I didn't know we had really? that. Yeah. Did oh, we have that? I ate our can. Sorry. Oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know we had that. <laughs> um, so we we're going to talk about, you know, games that we were playing, but obviously if you listen to the last episode, we're playing Stardew Valley right now a lot. So we don't really have to <laughs> go into that too much. Yeah, no, there's, there's not too much that we've, um, really progressed enough to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we played a little bit of uh, Death Stranding today cause we're still continuing that. But like I said before, it's, that's, you can kind of assume that's what we're doing. Yeah. So. Although I, I, one thing that did happen real quick was that the, uh, I think you went up to the little barn and the chicken coop and decided to open the doors, and I didn't know that they would actually come outside. So it did kind of scare me. And oh, oh, we're talking about Stardew. Yes, for I'm like, Stardew. There's no <laughs> animals in Death Stranding. <laughs> in Stardew. Yeah. That's a, that, that was a shocker for me. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, that that was that was pretty funny. I like to close the doors behind them so they can't get back in. They get extremely happy though. Oh yeah, and I have to go open the doors because I'm scared that they're gonna get trapped outside. But anyway. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. That's, that's not what it's supposed that's to do. That's about it. <laughs> um, and it's a shame John's not here because I was throwing the idea around in my head because last week we talked a lot about toilets. So <laughs> so I just wanted to pose the question. But do you think that we would be more successful as a toilet podcast? Maybe. Maybe. I think that's what we need these days is reliable toilets. We need to have a podcast dedicated to toilets. Gaming toilets specifically. Yeah, like things that we could flush or games you could play in the toilet, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. That was kind of the thought process behind it. 
and just because I felt like when I, because I always have to listen back to these podcasts when I, I edit and, you know, make sure that, you know, things are, are going smooth. There's no extreme clips in the audio and all that. So I, I kind of got to that segment where we're talking about toilets and we seem like we know what we're talking about more so than when we talk about games. I don't think so. <laughs> Although I would like to see toilets in video games that work well actually i had well okay <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> you mean that work well they work in the same that, that flush and i know you could drink out of the toilets and fall out see very successful you game you can <laughs> it is a very successful game in sims you can you can use the toilet so um, stranding has a toilet there you go see very successful i don't know why but i think 2019 slash 2020 may be the years of the toilet yeah toilet implementation into video games yeah i'm all for it it's one of the... We need to analyze that over 2020. <laughs> oh, definitely. Absolutely. So um, we wanted to go ahead, I guess, and get into a couple news stories here. Um, I guess this first one, this is kind of going back to last week when we were talking about the uh, delays that um, they were having with these different games. We talked about, um, what was it, Cyberpunk 2077, how that got delayed. We were talking about... Final Fantasy uh, 7 Remake, which got delayed. And now we have another game that is going to be joining the the delays. And this is Dying Light 2. So on Twitter, Dying Light posted this, or I guess Techland, Dying Light's developer, uh, went ahead and posted this. Uh, to our dedicated community, it was a busy year for us as we continued working on our biggest project to date. We know you are waiting Oh, sorry. We know you are awaiting the game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promised. We were initially aiming for spring of 2020 release for Dying Light 2, but unfortunately, we need more development time to fulfill our vision. We have more details to share in the coming months, and we'll get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcome news. Our priority is to deliver the, an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the ex expectations of our fans. Please stay tuned, and thank you to our fans around the world for your continued support, patience, and understanding. Instead of, like, Dream Team, it's the Delay Team. The Delay Team. <laughs> but, I mean, kind of like what we were saying last week is that these, these delays aren't necessarily bad. Like, I'd rather the game be delayed and, and released in a proper state rather than come out like a buggy mess. And, you know, hopefully they're not pressuring their teams as much with the delays. It gives them a time to kind of, you know, really analyze the quality of work that's being done. I you think know? so, too. Maybe just to do some extra adjustments to make sure that the final product is something that we're going to want. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as soon as I start hearing about game cancellations, I'm triggered. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game cancellations are no good. I'm, but I'm curious to see if we're going to see any of that in 2020. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious about that too. Um, you know, for a while there, I thought that Nintendo was going to end up canceling the new Metroid game, but then you know they switched it over to Retro Studios, so that kind of saved that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. We don't I don't think we usually see a ton of game cancellations. Um, you know, we don't at least we don't usually even hear about them. Usually, canceled projects get canceled before we even hear about them. So, um, you know, it's I don't think that's really a major concern. I'm still scared. Uh, it's you instead know, of the end of the world, my my biggest fear is the end of <laughs> so, <laughs> end of video games. Sometimes I just assume the worst, 
and that way when it happens i'm not disappointed see it's it's like a way to be pessimistic <laughs> to become optimistic it's it's a weird cycle i call it um optim optimistically pessimistic optimistically pessimistic yes optimistically pessimistic, pessimistic to be optimistic yes that's exactly right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um so besides that there is a Half-Life Steam sale going on right now. Uh, so Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and 2 will be free to download on Steam for the next two months. Just in time for the fully VR-focused Half-Life Alyx. Half-Life Alyx, and this is on a Steam post, is set before the events of Half-Life 2 and the episodes, but the games share characters and story elements. The Half-Life Alex team believes that the best way to enjoy the new game is to play through the old ones, especially Half-Life 2 and the episodes. So we want to make that as easy as possible. So that's pretty cool. I could really appreciate that because, I mean, he, in order to enjoy new games, especially when they're part of a series, getting to know like the backstory or at least like what's happened and how the game's developed to me, like it means something. Yeah, you know, I to agree. see the progression of how that game's changed. So that's a really great that there's a sale going on for that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And have you ever played the Half Life series? I played. Um, I don't know if it was the first or second, to be honest with you. But it wasn't like it was my favorite game. But it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't like terrible. It was very interesting, though. I'll say that. Yeah, I think I think it is very interesting. It's a really odd game. Like, it's it's very different. A lot of people consider it the best first-person shooter, like, story No, mode. no. Don't you dare compete with my Halo. <laughs> I don't know. It is very it is very unique, I love though. my Halo, and there's only one Call of Duty, which I think was, like, way back. Like, the very original, I don't know, thing was ancient. No. I, mm-mm. <laughs> no. Half-Life is interesting to me, and I love it. I just don't think it's the best shooter. But once again, I played it with the keyboard and mouse, which... Everything just seems super easy like that. So yeah, um, there was a oh, there was a mode I can't remember what it was called, but basically you downloaded it and you could play like with like multiplayer. Can't remember what it's called now for some reason, but it's downloadable on Steam. Like you can download it and you can play it. And so basically, you're playing a game that is meant to just be with like one person in Half Life Two, but with like an entire army of like multiplayer people. So, like, some of the scenes are, like, ridiculous. Like, there's this one scene where I think you have to kill, like, a like a sniper or something. And he's just up there all by himself. And then you just come with, like, a group of, like, 20 people and just go and just take him out. It's, like, so excessive. This is for Sparta! But it's, there's, like... Is that the quote? It's, it, no, no, no. It's, it's this is Sparta! Oh, which I'm pretty kidding. sure we're going to get copyright claimed for, so thanks, Kim. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Oh, drop the four. Uh, See, oh, no. good thing it wasn't a direct quote. That is, oh, that's true. So See? I'm the one that got us in trouble. See? See, I didn't do anything. But just... you, uh, you made me correct you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which that, that's. I was, I was off to a good start for 2020. I, I know. so good. You were. You, there was so much promise and it's all going away now. I don't quote anything correct just for people to know. Like, I'm very bad at quoting. Yes. Kim Kim, I always make this joke, but it's somewhat accurate. Kim Kim, instead of quoting SpongeBob is. I'm ready. She goes, I'm willing. It's like, it, no, Kim. <laughs> I do. Okay, that was one quote I have never that's done. Not a, that's not a rock. It's a boulder. <laughs> no, it's, it's, Kim, Kim, it's a rock. It's, it's a rock. 
I quote things wrong when I'm trying to be funny, and it's really bad. <laughs> it's very endearing, though. I don't mean to misquote it, but that's what makes it funny, even though I'm trying to quote it to be funny. It's kind of funnier that you do misquote it. I hate it. <laughs> I think it's funnier that you do misquote it, because it's, like, unintentional, but it's, you know, I don't know. I feel like I always real. miss the punchline because I try to quote something. I'm like, oh, they're going to love this. And then it's misquoted. It's like, oh. Okay, so. Yes. Um, I can't I even believe, remember. I, yeah, I know. I lost my train of thought. So anyway, Half-Life series oh. is free on Steam, and I fully recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, don't you need the Half-Life series for Gary's, Gary's Mod? Mod? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Gary's Mod. Yeah. But if you're if you're multiplayer and you're playing with friends, you need that anyway. So yeah, you're hey. going to. I think you can buy the bundle though. Like I don't know. Don't don't they go, go on sale like so frequently. Okay, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Gary's mod. I tried like, to play uh, Gary's mod once, and it took me an hour to start the game, and I said no, it's no, like, thank you. Yeah, I think I'm done. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> So, early on in the podcast, you were talking about the Mandalorian soup. Yes. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. So, we're going to be talking about the primary topic, which is games that we found in in our cereal, which you told me, apparently, you've never had games in your cereal. No. Now, that's very weird to me, and I think, quite frankly, that you're lying. I am not lying, <laughs> and I think it's very weird that you found an actual video game in a cereal box it's, for like it $3. It is a video game. It's a video game. I, I okay. Oh my god, was that a deer? That's what I just was <gasps> about to say. That's oh, totally a deer. beautiful. We're seeing a herd of deer cross the street right yeah. now. Make this live. For those of you that do not know. <gasps> oh, it's we, running. I know it is running. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, continue. Welcome to Deer Opinions. We record in our car, so... That's that's kind of our current recording, uh, you know, setup. So we see things that distract us, and we're like recording at nighttime. And I also hit a deer, my very first deer, not long ago. So I'm like super alert and super scared. So I'm so sorry. I'm I'm scared that they're gonna come at us, and we're just completely parked and totally safe. And next thing you know, we're just gonna like die from a deer. Yeah, Kim's convinced. Kim Kim's convinced that the deer are out to get her now it's a curse ever since and i hit my first year it's been like bad luck <laughs> yeah and and you know we we almost hit a deer in in my car and it was very scary i mean their their eyes are just completely you know they're just all black they're like little doll's eyes oh stop it and they're very i mean they're very dangerous but anyway they're so cute but <laughs> anyway anyway moving on to the cereal and the weird games in his box which, yeah, which i'll be honest toys okay like yeah, i toys got toys in I, the I remember, cereal boxes i remember there was um you know things that you could send away for have you ever sent away for anything on a cereal box no there was i used to be a big nascar fan back in back in the day and there was a little terry labani car that i really wanted from the cornflake box and it was i think it was actually just a normal cornflake box so it wasn't even anything you know wasn't really a great cereal but um Man, now there's lights flashing at us. Like this is this is very like if you get distracted easily, recording in your car is not is <laughs> not the right choice. Um anyway, so I sent away for this Terry Labonte car. My dad said, you know, we just put this in the mail, we put the little flap up and, you know, they come pick it up and it's basically like a mail in order. 
And I was super excited about this car. So you mail in what you, you, you have inside the cereal box or was no, it the no, box no. top? You mail in a chunk of like the box. Like it has like a little shipment form on the on like the box and you send it in and you're able to I guess basically just send them that slip with your address on it and they'll send you the item that they're giving away. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about because I, I used to see those forms on the outside of the box. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It actually might be on the inside of the box because that brown paper is what you can write on. What? So okay. No, wait. Inside. This just got weirder because I know they use the box for multiple purposes. So they used to be able to cut the outside of the box and then you basically had to destroy the box to send it in. So usually oh, yeah, people would eat it all and then they'd yeah, do something we, with we the box. Yeah, we ate it all first. Yeah. So I remember that, but having like a special little piece of paper you can also write in sounds, I don't know, completely foreign to me. Well, no, it wasn't a special piece of paper. It was the inside of the box itself. Like the, the black, oh. or not the black, the uh, brown paper portion, brown cardboard portion of the bo- of the box that I think you wrote on. If, if, I think that's how it was. It's been, it's been a really long time. It's like back in like the early 2000s that this occurred. Anyway, I don't know how I even ended up doing this, but basically I'm pretty sure my dad ended up sending it in <laughs> and I was super pumped up for this car and I finally got it back. You had a, and it was, it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. Now, I thought it was cool on the box because it showed you could lift the hood up on the car. And that to me was amazing because I haven't seen, you know, a toy that you could do that with, which is cool. You can see the engine. Mm -hmm. Well, I got the car. The engine didn't really have any detail on it. And even as a kid, I was like, this is kind of lame. And you had to put all of the decals and stickers on. So you had to put on like the, you know, the number five with, like, the tiger stripes. Those were the worst toys because you had to work for it. I know. It was and like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed. And, and I was very young, but even I know, I, like, I knew at that time, like, this is a crap quality car. The wheels didn't spin. The edges of the wheels were almost squared off and they were sharp. And long story short, eventually all the decals peeled off and it was just a really sticky car with nothing on it. And I'm pretty sure I eventually threw it away. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. But but somehow he ends up getting a video game. In but the so, yeah, box. somehow I end up getting a video <laughs> game. Now, before we get into the video games that I received in the cereal box, I wanted to ask this question Kim, what is your favorite cereal? Oh, you can pick one cereal. My your favorite gosh, cereal of all time. Don't do this to me. You have okay. one cereal. Honestly, this whole episode is an excuse for me to talk about cereal because I'm a big fan. I don't really eat it that much anymore, but it was one of my favorite snacks at some point in time. If I had to choose my most favorite cereal. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You can pick one cereal. Okay. This is where I get confused. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's between. It's not. I don't think it's Cocoa Pebbles. There's two chocolate brands. There's a Cocoa Pebbles, oh, no. and then there's the other one, and it's it's the one that's not flaky. It's the one that looks like little Rice Krispie treats, and it's okay. So you like Cocoa Krispies? Cocoa Krispies, yes. But what about chocolate French toast? No, no, or definitely. Chocolate, I mean, chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. 
definitely Cocoa Krispies. Those are ones names. I remember as a child, and I was like, ugh. But honestly, anything that has marshmallows has gotten me, like, in involved, so. <laughs> and just for the record, like, this is probably the most controversial thing I'll ever say on this podcast. Cocoa Pebbles suck compared to rice, the, the Cocoa Rice Krispies. I still like them both. No, I they're not problems. good. They're not good. Uh, the Krispies hold on to their shape more. Holds on to the chocolate more, and they just taste better. I have these weird phases, but I, I Cocoa Krispies, I just like the way the texture and stuff is. I'm weird. Yeah, it's amazing. And the shape, but like, I mean, don't bash the other one, because sometimes I got in a craving for them. I, to me, <laughs> I'll be honest, to me, I think that Rice Krispies are just on a, that whole entire brand, that Kellogg's brand, they hit, they just hit the right amount of, you know, puffed popped rice and it's just ah, oh, it's so good they just they hit that right amount of just you know texture and crisp and flavor like even normal rice krispies they taste good you know what happened to cocoa krispies because i can never find them they're in there store. they are always there i they're am hiding. blind they're, and they're, i don't you can't find them because people freaking <laughs> love those things i don't really eat too much cereal anymore since I've become I, well I didn't become but I figured out I'm pretty much lactose intolerant kind of well, that's, so that's when you just start using water so then well you know they have like <laughs> lactate and like organic milk seems to be a little better for some reason for me to like drink but I don't when you buy lactate you don't you can't get a gallon so you don't want to waste it by just having <laughs> having a bowl of cereal all the time so I know I get so nervous you know I I don't know I, that's why it's been a while since I've gotten back into the cereal game yeah I just don't eat it because i like my cereal in like specific bowls so i have a hard time eating it like in anything else i always those. like if i don't have a um i guess like a, a, a ceramic bowl per se i it's hard for me to eat out of plastic bowls it's weird it's like suddenly like utensils and dishes i am so picky about what i eat out of and it's really hard but i'll do it if i'm really hungry yeah see my favorite bowls to eat them to eat cereal out of is like you know the actual cereal bowls that are you know high walled and deep yeah nothing too big or too wide i have to have it like the perfect like medium size it's the strangest thing you need to have a lot of room for your spoon to maneuver <laughs> i'm little i'm little so i don't require that much room <laughs> but if the spoon is too big i've i've noticed that did has anyone else i'm not crazy noticed how there's like these smaller spoons but they're, they're the normal tablespoons but then they got like these serving size spoons but they're not even called serving spoons anymore they're just like hey here's the new regular size spoon it's, it's like, called the regular degula spoon don't give me a regular size like this new and improved bigger version i can't, what i can't eat like that's one bite is like yeah. three bites to me anyway <laughs> see i my favorite cereal is no longer around my favorite cereal hasn't been around since i believe the 90s it was what? supposed to celebrate the new millennium that was my favorite cereal and it's called razzle dazzle rice krispies if anyone has ever had these things before it's been such a long time that, I mean, honestly, I don't really remember the exact flavor anymore. Oh, my god! I just know that I have yet to have another cereal come close to give me the 
flavor sensations that that cereal was able to do. Razzle Dazzle Rice Krispies is by far my favorite cereal, even if I can't remember. Um, you know, runner-ups would probably be um, maybe the Rice Krispie Treat cereal, um, you know, Cocoa Krispie cereal, French Toast Crunch is a good one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is hey, a good one. Hey, we were told to label our very best because I, okay. let me tell you something. Fruit Loops would be up there. See, I think Fruit Loops are kind of okay. Overrated. And then, uh, mm, mm, mm. and then Rice Krispie flavored. Um, what is? Wait, no, what's Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Rice Krispie Treat, which is very good. Which was awesome. Okay, it had a really good flavor balance instead of yeah, the basic Rice Krispies. It used to be in a blue box, and they brought it back in a purple purple box. Yeah. Yeah. So that one was awesome. Very good. S'more cereal's good. I do not like the s'more cereal. S'more cereal's good. I oh. had one instance where I where I ate it, and it was once again. I'm very picky about my chocolate flavoring. The cinnamon toast was it crunch the same? Churro cereal's very good. Yes. Very the good. French the French toast crunch thing. French toast. What's it called? Yeah, <laughs> cinnamon cereal. cinnamon toast crunch churro cereal. This, the churro one is weird. I mean, when you're eating the churro cereal, you're like, mm, I don't think this is supposed to be a cereal, but you still like it. It's it's very good because it has holes drilled into the churros at the ends, so the milk fills it, and it gives off the illusion that the inside is soft. It's a very nice, I guess, like how it absorbs the milk. Yeah, very lightly flavored, but it's, very good. It's soft, but not too soft, so it's still crunchy. It's yeah, it weird. It maintains its, its integrity. Despite and here we are describing cereal. Well, that's the thing. And like I said, this is kind of an <laughs> this is kind of an excuse to talk about cereal because I mean, we try to keep things mainly about games on this podcast and toilets. So <gasps> Cocoa Puffs. Oh, I loved Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs are Sorry. good. Reese's Puffs are very good. Mm, I was addicted to Cocoa Puffs for a Even while. some of the non like not really, you know, as sweet cereals like Raisin Bran Crunch, I think is very good. I've never had a healthy cereal I liked. They're the thing with cereal is that Sorry. none of them are healthy. I'm they're so all they're all there is no such thing as a healthy I cereal. I had one organic cereal that was supposed to be like it was supposed to be anti big factory kind of cereal and I did my research behind it. The problem is it's really hard to find because obviously they're not going to be sold in Walmart or Food Lion. And then by the time I did find it and I tasted it, it was good, but was it worth all the effort? No, and it was like extremely a lot of money. Well, that's and the thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, no. They're all carbohydrates. Like, that's all they. It's there's well, there's no benefit. This was to go against the the monopolizing whatever factory yeah, which things. Is fine. Which I was like, sure, I'm all for you know a, a better movement. But at that point, I'll be honest, I and then and then that place didn't even sell it anymore. I don't even remember where I got it anymore. Like, I think the the healthiest cereal that you can have is oatmeal. That's considered. I cereal, don't like oatmeal. But you don't like oatmeal. But all these other cereals, they're not healthy. I would literally like to just drink water as my breakfast then. I would skip breakfast. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, I, I'm a big fan of cereal, and I figured this would be a good opportunity for us to be able to talk about something that's not necessarily a game, but then tie it back into games in the end. Okay, wait a minute. The games on the back of the cereal boxes are worth are talking also about. also games, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's that was one of my favorite things to do, especially as a kid, and even... Even when I have cereal now. As, what kind was your favorite? What kind of games on the back? They always had the find this games. I they liked had... it when it was kind of like the uh, the highlighter magazines in a way. It's like find the differences. Crosswords. I like the crosswords. Yeah, I remember Kicks Berries. I think it was Kicks Berries. 
they had some really good games on the back, kind of like similar to like Where's Waldo, I think. So you kind of find like, you know. Yeah, finding different shapes. Yeah, or finding, you know, certain people. I didn't like the maze because I always had the brother who would like, or Draw at least the it. sibling who would literally take a pen and would go from the, the finish line and try to work their way backward. And yeah, I who, hated who that. Who does that? I, I, think, was so I feel mad. like you're weird if you do that. I was so upset. I like, was like, just use your eyes. You ruined it for me. <laughs> and the thing with the mazes is, is that even if I didn't find the way through i just you know blinked for a second and wound up on the other side of the wall What? yeah i wouldn't follow i mean if i couldn't follow the maze i mean i'd just you know be like oh i, I did it there's no you know i used to get really mad if you couldn't finish the game fast enough and then you had to go to school i used to be Ooh. so upset i was like i want to know <laughs> See, I didn't really eat breakfast before I went to school, so I did for a short period. Okay, yeah, because I, I guess when I did, I probably looked at the cereal box. But this is like you know, I don't know, because I don't usually sit at the table when I eat cereal, so that kind of eliminates. Gosh, you're weird. You know what I mean? That kind of eliminates (laughs) now being able to look at the box. But if I do eat at the table with the cereal, I'm just implied to, or not really implied, but I'm just. you know, prone to looking at what was, you know, on the box and playing the games on the back. In my family, you ate at the table unless the food was given to you wherever you were. Like I had days where we'd like be sleeping on the couch after like a gaming session and we're tired and we're ready to go to school the next day. And then my mom would bring us like, all right, here's your, you know, well, okay. This is where it gets really unhealthy. <laughs> here's your Mountain Dew and here's a donut. And we that was like the best treat ever because we rarely ever got that. But Here's some sugar for your sugar. It was awesome. I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a good day. <laughs> oh, my God. But it was amazing. But besides that, I would always eat cereal and our, our meals really at the table. And so now it's really hard for me not to be at the table and not to have like family around me when i'm eating yeah i know what you mean it's still very strange it's like people should be here why is no one here yeah why am i the only one eating at the table what's going on <laughs> it makes me want to put stuffed animals and be like how are you doing i'm way ahead of you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean so uh even like the uh i guess the the non-sweet cereals really like the honey bunches of oats um that's a really good cereal you have like those honey oak honey nut uh you have those honey uh, oat clusters in there, which are really good. I, yeah, no, I just don't like them. I'm sorry. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I gotta have my sugars if I'm gonna eat a cereal. It has to be the most tooth rotting tasting cereal. Some really, really sugary, chocolatey, or very fruity. I have a special spot in my heart for uh, the Special K strawberry cereal. Which is like really sweet special K pieces, and it has like little astronaut strawberries in it. I'm doing my ew face. <laughs> and there was a really weird cereal I had called Blueberry Morning. Really? And it had little blueberries in it with almonds. Mm. That was actually really good too. Hmm. I mean, there's there's a ton of different cereals. Peanut Have butter you crunch ever is good. added in like things into your cereal box? Uh. Not into the cereal box. Oh, sorry. <laughs> into, into the, the cereal. cereal. Yeah, if I had like normal Rice Krispies, sometimes I'd cut uh, bananas up in it, which is really good. Um, I had strawberries in it. Uh, at one point when we went on vacation, this was on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. We stopped at this. Uh, 
it was kind of like a, a farm in a way, almost like a really, you know, family owned place. And they had fresh Carolina peaches. And we cut up some of those and put it on the Rice Krispies. Oh, my God. Those things were amazing. To me, that just sounds disgusting. It, it might texture, sound disgusting. The texture and then the, the, the natural stuff. It out. Milking it in the milk. and, the, you should, and they, I think you should start off with bananas. Get normal Rice Krispies. Get some bananas. It is a great cereal. I should be more open-minded and try it, but I... Like, we're, we're doing that tomorrow. I kind of cringe we're a little a inside bowl, me. No. We, we're doing it tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to do that, and that's... that's It's going to happen. Keep it you updated so on it's my so serial torment. Yeah, next episode, we're going to we're gonna update you guys on that. So, you know, I we talked about our favorite cereals. Mine will probably never come back. Kellogg's, if for some reason you stumble, stumble across this podcast for whatever reason, I don't know why... Um, highly unlikely. Bring back Razzle Dazzle Rice Krispies, please, because they'd be a freaking massive seller, and they would be they'd be so good. I just I want to try those things again in my my lifetime. The old people are missing them. Bring it back. Yeah, it's like <laughs> come on. And everyone every time I mention it to someone, they have no idea. It had like a holographic box. Like this was like they had like the it was so bright. The Razzle Dazzle Rice Krispies were so bright that even the little uh, you know snap crackle and pop had sunglasses on. Oh, my God. <laughs> At least I think they did. But it was, oh, man, it was so good. So because we're talking about cereals, this is going to be one of one of the weirdest uh, sec- segments here where we're going to go on Twitter and look up other people's favorite cereals because these topics aren't really related to games in a way. So we're going to be telling people that they were featured on Game Pinions that may or may not even have any interest in video games. <laughs> So I, I, I really was thinking that would be kind of interesting. So this first one, I don't know if he's the one that, that did this, but if he did, and I hope he did, this is freaking hilarious. And I'm going to be using this probably for the rest of my life when people ask me what my favorite cereal is. This is at Black My Eyes. My favorite cereal is Chex Mix. And he has a picture of him pouring milk no. into Chex Mix no. with Chex uh pretzels the little oh. bread things and all the other things and seasonings that Chex Mix has this is freaking hilarious I'm going to throw up Kim, by the end this, of this is this is hilarious oh my god that no. is hilarious no at black my eyes if this is your picture I'm sending you a virtual hug because <laughs> this this is going to change my life forever from now on when people ask me what my favorite cereal is I'm going to look at them right in their eye I'm gonna smile awkwardly for a few seconds then i'm gonna say my favorite cereal is Chex mix he's not lying because i didn't understand what he was saying this morning he told my mom that and i was like where did he pull that one out of <laughs> oh my god yeah this is exactly where i found it from so if this is your picture i love you <laughs> i i thanks for the forever <laughs> eternity cringe from me <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, man. I haven't tried it, but I just, I can't imagine it. <laughs> okay. uh, I hope I hope these people actually listen to this episode. It's going to be amazing if they do. Um, this is at your favorite Zoe. Top five cereal. One, Golden Grams, which I don't know if I ever had Golden Grams. I think it's like a graham cracker-like. I mean, that would kind of make sense, right? I guess. <laughs> uh, number two, Apple Jacks, which is, you know, basically Fruit Loops. 
Uh, oh, no, it's not. Apple Jacks is a pretty solid No, cereal. it's not. It's a pretty solid Apple Jacks cereal. is like the, the, and I always put it as the healthier tasting, <laughs> even though it's not, cereal versus Fruit Loops. That's, no, that's Apple a no-no. Apple Jacks is, is good. Uh, <laughs> number three, Tricks, which Tricks, I oh, have, yes. I have an issue with Tricks. I love Tricks. I hate Tricks. Why? Because they change the fruit shapes to balls. Okay, I can understand that, is, that, that is being an issue, up. but I just really I loved the old shapes just the like you did. The old shapes were great. I liked picking up the that little was, watermelon and biting was... the the red off of it and <laughs> still eating the green, but it was just something special about it. That was in its prime. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I still like the flavor. Now, I have a question for you. Do you believe the theory that the reason why we can't see the shapes anymore is because we're adults now? Because silly rabbit tricks are for kids? No. I think that they wanted to save money because that's the direction no, we're all going. It's just messed up, though. And I don't know why they did that, and I really dislike the fact that they did that because that's really what made that cereal unique. Now, maybe they did that as, like, some sort of big-time running joke that tricks are for kids, and now you can't see the shapes. I don't know. They took it away from us. And there's no way for us to really find out unless we ask a child. No. Oh, no. We're just going to Google it. No, because no. we have to ask Because they're going to look at you, and they're going to say the same line they say all the time. Tricks are for we kids, silly rabbit. We have to go up and say, are these <laughs> tricks colorful balls, or do you see shapes? Oh, my gosh. We have to ask. Because, no. I mean, that's that's the answer that the only way we're going to find that answer out is if we ask. I wish John was here. I wish John was here, too. This would be very fun. He's really missing out. Thanks for being sick, John. <laughs> yeah, thanks, John. Because this, this, down. like I said, this this topic had so much potential. You just have to see it. You have to see it because I had I had plans. Oh my god! This is very fun, isn't it? It's very fun. So, um, and then number four, cinnamon toast crunch, which that's a classic. Uh, and then five lucky charms. I have a question for you. Hmm. When you were younger, when you ate lucky charms, did you eat the oats first and then eat all the marshmallows? Disgusting! I just eat the marshmallows. Okay, I used to I used to separate them, and ironically, I did the same thing for Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. I'd eat all the yellow pieces, and I would then eat the Crunch Berries at the end. Now no. I just eat everything all together, and it's just it's great. I didn't care. I ate the marshmallows. It was the nastiest. I was like, why didn't you just get tricks or something? Not not Lucky Charms, where there's only a few good pieces in there, and then there's the rest is just. The, it's garbage. Is, it's fill, it's eat, like filler episodes. If you eat all of it together, that flavor is just it so much better than them individually. You got to eat them together. Like, that just that blows mm. my mind that you don't eat those. <laughs> I, I could really go for a nice bowl of Lucky Charms right now. I'm getting really hungry. Um, oh, and what I mentioned Captain Crunch. What is with the original Cra Captain Crunch? What are those things even supposed to be? Are they supposed to be barrels? You know, ironically for Captain Crunch, like those you were talking about the little square pieces. Yeah, what right? are those? They like it feel like you go to the it feels like after you eat Captain Crunch that you just went to the dentist and he was, was like scraping around in there. <laughs> I was the weirdo who was like, Oh, these are like the planks. <laughs> I, like these are wood pieces. <laughs> it could be. Like maybe like bundles of something. So. I don't know what they are. I just know that I was like it it the texture makes you think of hardwood floors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Like the texture was like, like, like wood because it was just so rough. Yeah. Does they, that make sense? They cut you up though. 
Those things will cut you up. Those I know. Are I could cut. I got cuts on my little tongue, but I liked it still. <laughs> See, I was like, I like the original Captain Crunch. Once they get like a little soggy, they have really good flavor. Yeah, you have to let it get a little soggy, and then mm-hmm. it's it's good to eat. Yeah, it, it's you know kind of like the cinnamon toast crunch. Like once it kind of gets a little bit of that milk on there, and it starts getting smooth. Oh, it's it's like pops. There's a fine balance when you're eating pops, pops. Pops are pretty good. You have to wait, not because right away they're they're gonna be super crunchy. But if you let them soak for too long, they're way too soft. So you gotta get them right in between. <laughs> pops pops are weird though because they were in that weird like paper bag. Do you remember yeah. that? It was like that that gray like, yeah paper. they were they had like packaging it was different it was weird yeah it was really weird that it's it's kind of a weird but then cereal. when minions came out i was really disturbed well it's because uh, they basically gave gave faces to pops and i was oh, like really well no it just looks like the little pop cereal oh, with faces on. on them and i was like <laughs> i was like i can't get past it and that, i never liked oh. minions as much as other people because i just kept seeing the pop cereal it's like we're eating pops okay. yeah that's that's very weird I, i've never <laughs> even thought about that that's weird uh okay now you will <laughs> um this next one is at uh Denesi or Deanacy or something Dennessy, Dennessy, uh, who actually has a little picture of uh, somebody from Splatoon, and my favorite cereal, which one of your favorite cereals, Fruit Loops. <gasps> Ooh, I like that. That is, I like the little, I like the little uh, Splatoon. So doll. cute. I can't I remember love their it. names. I, I played Splatoon too, um, but I can't remember any of the names. That was one of the the main characters i, I think, never so. played splatoon because i was like super against it for some reason well okay it's very fun it reminds me of the nickelodeon games i want them to bring back it, it really does upset. remind me of nickelodeon just because of like you know the slime does anyone the... remember going to the pc games and going to nickelodeon.com and they had like this like you could play as characters from nickelodeon and you can you can shoot each other with like this the goo gun or whatever those are fun yeah that was the, i liked when they used to have those that was pretty cool um, the next tweet is Denny to the max appreciation tweet for my favorite cereal ever, which is honey bunches of oats with almonds out of all the honey, honey bunches of oats. The almonds is actually my favorite, um, as well. <laughs> Didn't know they had other flavors. It's a very good cereal. Like it's just, it has like a couple different kinds of flakes in there, has almonds, some honey oat clusters. Um, it's, it's just a really good tasting cereal it, it tastes very like fresh and interesting there's a lot of different textures that your t- your tongue is <laughs> running over as it goes <laughs> just, down your gullet um, <laughs> this is this is definitely the weirdest episode we've had um so and that brings us to the the main topic of today um and that is games that we had in our cereal so i guess we can go ahead and scratch out games that we had and just make it games that i had because apparently i'm the only one in our group that has any i wish tj was here because he he knows exactly what i'm talking about you need someone to vouch for you yeah i need i need some vouch i mean i actually looked up and there were some articles that people were talking about like you know their favorite games that they played in cereal boxes you had to be before we started eating cereal where you guys there had to be some kind of sort of age difference or something that we started eating cereal at a different time or something some of these are back in the 90s like i don't know like it's crazy and John was saying that he played a serial game in his school. It was just installed on the school <laughs> computer. Like it's like what? It doesn't make any sense. So 
Um, here's here's the games that I remember vividly playing um, from cereal boxes. Uh, number one was a really weird one, especially considering that this game was actually rated T. So it's weird having a game rated T in cereal boxes, which I usually associate cereal with, I guess, probably from ages like, I don't know, four to 12? Right? Kids, the kid range, because kids. especially like colorful cereals and ones that are really marketed, not the healthy ones per se. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have kids eating the healthy ones as well, but you would think that the ones geared with sugar and stuff are geared towards kids. Yeah. And so basically, the game that I'm talking about is a demo disc for Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. What? And it's, it's I think, the, the mission that they give you in this one is, because all these were PC games, so they were, I guess, a low enough quality that my PC could run them. And this was, like, I think the battle, um, I think it was in Gondor, I'm pretty sure. And it was basically like the opening battle scene in, I guess, like the Return of the King game that eventually, you know, did come out <laughs> in full capacity. But I just thought this was really weird. And that game was actually a lot of fun. I'm not sure how you know, how it held up now, but that game was actually a lot of fun. And you could play co-op and I would actually like to play that. I think I actually played that game. It was very good. Like there was, there was, uh, you know, definitely some some issues with it and probably find a lot of them now but for a movie game though that was pretty solid but i can guarantee you that i didn't get mine <laughs> out a of a cereal show. box <laughs> it, it it was the weirdest thing like i just remember getting that and we played it we hooked it up and we played it and we eventually did get the the full game but it's uh it's just really weird like you, you put a teen game in a kellogg's cereal box that you're mainly going to have kids getting at the same time, I mean, when the parents are the one ones buying it, you would yeah. think that they would at least they would know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I guess mean, so. I, if I saw that there was some sort of game in a box and I have a kid, oh, you better believe I'd be the one to to, to take that away and, and, and scrap it away or yeah. choose a different cereal. I mean, it's that easy. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, it's it's just weird to me though. I mean, it's not like it's like a rated M game. It's not like they put like Manhunt or like Grand Theft Auto in there, but it's. <laughs> But it is strange, especially back in that it's time. It's strange, yeah. I mean, I guess that was probably back in, I don't know, 2004, 2005. I forget when Lord of the Rings I mean, literally games were not being sold in your general grocery store. So yeah, that's, that's why it's just so weird. It's that's like, what was so strange yeah, about it. Yeah, it's really weird. The second game I had was called Captain Crunch Crunchling Adventure. And that apparently came out in 1997, which to me completely blows my mind. Because I vividly remember playing that, and they must have brought it back at some point, because I doubt that we got that in 1997. Um, so that's just, I don't know. Their, their family would just hide toys in the cereal Yeah, box. I don't I'm don't kidding. Know. I just, I've never seen that. Which, this game is really weird, right? So basically, the whole <laughs> premise around this game um, is that you... It basically like a, a troll or something attacks like the Captain Crunch uh, like mine because what they use to make Ca Captain Crunch is like this um, mineral or you know resource called Crunchium. What? So apparently someone steals that and you're basically a little Crunchling that 
you basically have to train yourself up from being a baby to being like a strong adult and being able to beat the troll. The whole concept is you're trying to save Captain Crunch. So basically what you do to train is you <laughs> you ride a skateboard and you complete like this like, you know, side scrolling continuous uh skateboard uh running skating screen that you're jumping over things, you know, hopping, avoiding obstacles and whatnot. And that builds up like your speed or something like that. And then the next thing you have to do is I think it's like boulder throwing or something. So there's boulders being shot from like the other screens and you have to go underneath and throw a boulder up and you have to like hit the hit the other boulders and break as many as you can. You have That's... like a limited amount of rocks. That just sounds so much more deeper than I would think. It's crunches. It's really weird. And then there's this one where you're in like this really like virtual. It's almost like if you take like your, uh, you know, your CPU and you flip it over and you kind of see like that, that greenish hue uh, or that greenish color of like the circuits. It kind of looks like that. And you're basically going and just jumping and trying to get to the top of the map. It's like moving platforms and you're jumping and you're going up. Those are the three things you do. You basically have an unlimited supply of Captain Crunch inside your little room where your little Crunchling is. So you can give him Crunch Berries. You can give him uh, Peanut Butter Crunch and then the original. This is before the donuts and all that other stuff that Captain Crunch started doing. The cotton candy and all that other stuff. Wow. I mean... <laughs> What in the world? But it's, it's, I would have rather have a pirate game where I have Captain Crunch. I know. And I where, know. where we have Crunch things to cannonball things. Yeah. And Captain Crunch is very poorly voice acted. And they also, it's really dumb because you spend all this time, um, you know, you can actually pet like your, your little creature and all that too. And it's like you can build up their like happiness meter just by touching it over and over again, there's no limit to what you can do. So you can just keep leveling your guy up, but it's like you go through these three trials and as you age, you know, it increases difficulty. And then once you're fully grown up, you're ready to take on the troll. And you would think, Oh, okay, we're going to fight against this troll or whatever. And you know, we're going to have to face him in these challenges, similar to what we did. And basically it only picks one of those challenges to do like to go against them. So it could pick like the jumping one, it could pick the boulder one, or it could pick one where he's like in like a mine cart and you're on a skateboard and you have to race him to the end. But it's it's really dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> I thought it was really cool back when I played it. Looking back though, it's really dumb. Yeah, but here's the thing. As a kid and for a cereal box game, it wasn't That's pretty bad. legit. That's pretty legit. You know, it's something to play. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, but it was really weird, though, because on, like, the main screen, there was an option for a free trial of, like, AOL Online or whatever. And it's like, this is a kid's game. Like, why are you giving them the option to select this? <laughs> like, you're just trying to get, like, people to try out AOL or whatever? Like, I don't know. It just seems like... I don't know if it's really shady, necessarily. But it's kind of weird. It's like... Some sort of agreement, game. some sort of business agreement. There. Yeah, so, I don't know, it was just, it was very bizarre, and the fact that it was like, I don't know, the fact that this was even a thing, it, it's just, it kind of blows my mind, like, it's just such an obscure thing to put in, you know, a, a cereal box, and like, what are you trying to accomplish with it, 
And why haven't they made a sequel yet with an upgraded Captain Crunch cereals? Well, one. And who developed this? Ca- like, why did they develop hey, this game? Hey, they obviously, back then, cereals were competing to, to try to get, you know, people to buy their cereal over others. And if you had something better to offer in your cereal, then why not? And games yeah. are like, heck, you know, who wouldn't want one? So, so I weird. could see why. I mean, they went to extremes. And then suddenly, I thought what was weirder is that they just completely dropped everything inside cereal besides just the cereal. They just said, nope, we're done with that. And then, yeah. like, it was like a universal agreement with all the cereals. They're like, yep, this doesn't really bring in much more profit. So, we're just cutting it, too. And they all just, boop. But it's, like, it's Gone. weird. Because now, if they did something like this, and I'm sure there probably is cereal boxes that have games or whatever associated with it. But they're probably all digital now. There's no physical disc. They're very rare. But it's weird opening a cereal box and getting a CD out of it. It's weird opening it and, and pouring a bowl of what you think is food and something else drops into it. Yeah, it's like, ooh, it's a CD. It's a DVD. It's a movie. It's a video game. Like it's nowadays, crazy. it's like they had to take it away because people would actually try to eat it. And they think it's part of yeah. the cereal. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. but It's very weird. Um, now, there was actually other games, too, and, and games that I received but I didn't play. Um, there, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego was one of them. I actually had that game, but I didn't get it from the cereal box. See, I think this one wasn't the Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. I think it was Carmen San Diego, like, world-class detective or something. And trying to find the clues was very hard and i never got very far in that game see i just i wasn't even interested in in, in attempting i would click the whole screen it. and i'm like i don't know what i'm missing anymore <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i did everything I you said so... i followed all the rules <laughs> i clicked everything yeah i just i never had the desire to play it like it just wasn't it i didn't wasn't... even know what kind of game it was i i put it i had no idea either i, I played the it. game to figure out what kind of game it was and it never dawned on me that you all you do is hunt for clues like yeah, i always thought dumb. it would so is change. it so is it like a point and click adventure it was like a point and click adventure yes okay yeah i, I just never as I never far as i remember because i must have been playing it wrong if it was different oh my god now this next game is called checks quest which came out in 1996 it's based on the serial checks <laughs> Uh, and this is the description. I just pulled this off of Wikipedia because I, I just, you know, I needed to, I needed to read it. Um, <laughs> so this is what the game description is: set on a distant planet named Bazoik. <laughs> the game follows the Chex warrior, a soldier clad in a Chex, in a Chex, in a Chex shaped suit of armor, as he eradicates the invasion of the planet by the Flemoids a species of slimy green invertebrates who have infested the planet and captured many helpless colonists whom the Chex warrior must save. His main weapons are devices called Zorchers, which teleports his enemies to their home dimension. Uh, the game starts at, <laughs> at the landing pad of the research center on Bazoik. Other levels include the laboratory, the Arbitorum, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that right. And finally, the caverns of the Bazoik, where the Flemoids have established their colony. Their principal weapon is the use of mucus as a projectile. Um, so I'm sure the, the milk-based product known as milk probably empowers the mucus. This is really gross. And the, the, sorry, I just the, the names are really 
they're very detailed and they were almost like an actual story and what really astonishes me is nowadays we'd just be like pupper brings humaner <laughs> sticker <laughs> the thing is though is that this game was actually good really because they took doom and reskinned it oh. with checks <laughs> they just they it's it's a it's a doom ripoff really yeah it's a oh doom ripoff oh my gosh <laughs> and it's i mean there's so many doom ripoffs but this is another one and this was a serial game and guess what there's not just one checks quest there's checks quest 2 Wait, okay, I need to know. I mean, do we hit things with swords? Did you look that far into no, it? No, you have a little, you have a we little, like, remote-looking thing that shoots the enemies and teleports them back to their home dimension. There's no killing. Oh, that's weird. You're sending them home. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. So, there's checks mixed. You're sending them home. <laughs> I'm going to say that the next time I kill someone in a game. <laughs> I'm just sending them back home. I'm sending them home. <laughs> See, they have checks quest 2, the Flemoids take check tropolis. And then they have Chex Quest 3, which came out in 2008. Okay, wait a minute. I which thought, wasn't like, that long ago. I thought Chex Mix like, wasn't a cereal. No, Chex Quest. No, they have Chex. Chex <laughs> is a cereal. Chex Mix, Chex Mix is the stuff that has the, the cereal pieces along with. And I will say the Chex that you get are different in the cereal and how they taste in the actual thing. But they're still Chex. <laughs> it's, it's... So <laughs> I, I don't know. Just keep going. Keep going. Um. So yeah, these are all apparently third. <laughs> these are all apparently three uh, Doom ripoffs, which is uh, yeah, which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So I have a list of games that I gathered here that I don't really have like a ton of details for, and really not a whole bunch at all um but these actually have like user scores attached to them too which is pretty funny um and this i believe i stripped from uh shoot i can't remember what the website's called now <laughs> oh that sucks it's okay it's a we could probably put it in the description somewhere i'm sure i could so so here's a list of games in serial number one actually i'm not even gonna number them that's ridiculous art attack my stuff 2006 windows the kellogg's company uh doesn't have a user score on here um then there is zoo tycoon 2 oh, yes. uh, which was uh published by maxsoft and the user score on this was a 3.17 <laughs> i'm assuming this is out of how did you 10? get a score wait no no don't even say the scores because zoo tycoon there's like no way you could have got a score well, don't I don't even, know if this is an actual thing. Um, don't even bother with the Then you the have scores. Trivial Pursuit Unhinged, which was in 2004. That was on, I guess, the PlayStation 2, Windows, and Xbox. All of these, though, I'm assuming that these were all computer-based ones just because I think more people had it. Um, then you had Scrabble for Windows back in 2003. Uh, Crayola Arcade for Windows in 2003. Uh, Kellogg's Frosty's Grr 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 Grand Prix. What? <laughs> it's Grand Prix. <laughs> um, and that was from the Kellogg's company in 2003. This one's kind of cool. Uh, it's the Atari 80 Classic Games in One, which was in 2003. 80 uh, Classic Games. That might be worth it. Yeah. I mean, just getting a box of cereal and you get 80 games. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it is Atari, so... 
Yeah. Uh, then you have Backyard Baseball in 2000, Backyard Baseball 2004, uh, which would be 2003. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, uh, which is 2002. Taz Wanted, which was in 2002. Stuart Little 2, which was in 2002. I'm guaranteed that game was awesome. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Operation Krabby Patty 2001 uh wow matt hoffman's pro bmx 2001 uh battleship surface thunder 2000 pajama sam 3 you are what you eat from your head to your feet <laughs> <laughs> uh, to 2000 this came out on literally everything they even has toaster written here uh border zone which came out in 1999 Need for Speed V Rally 2, 1999. Roller Coaster Tycoon, 1999. Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventures, 1999. I don't know why it said 1997 earlier. Uh, Monopoly Jr., 1999, which I think I actually had that one too. Uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, 1999. That explains why we had a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire video game in my house, so we must have got that one too. Uh, Shoots and Ladders, 1999. Milton Bradley, Classic Board Games, 1999. Sorry. Uh, 1998. Operation, which I cannot believe that that is a video game uh, in 1998. Uh, Freddy Fish 3, The Cache of the Stolen Conch Shell. I wonder if it was a magic conch shell. Maybe someday. No. <laughs> Remember Maybe the, someday. The full of string and SpongeBob. That was a conch shell, I know, right? That was great. Will yeah. I ever get married? Maybe someday. <laughs> uh asteroids which is a classic game 1998 the game of life 1998 wow who would have thought uh amazon trail third edition 1998 there was a second and first edition of that that's oh crazy my gosh. uh lego creator which sounds like it would what? do pretty good nowadays uh 1998 candyland 1998 that'd be kind of a crappy oh video game it's all luck based uh tonka search and rescue oh man uh boggle 1997 backyard baseball this is i guess the original backyard baseball 1997 oh there it is carmen san diego world detective i'm sorry word detective not world detective <laughs> which i guess that's just a watered down version of the you know where in the <laughs> is carmen san diego uh, <laughs> uh age of empires wow that's a weird game to have in there. I, almost all of these have been a little weird sounding. Age of Empires, all, though, is a really good series. We all we all know they must have been watered down. I'm sure, yeah, but that's kind of cool, though. Age of Empires is a really good series. Um, I had the Age of Empires, Age of Kings on the DS. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, then we also have Chex Quest, 1996, which we said. We have Clue, 1996. Oh, yes. The Ultimate Yahtzee, 1996. Pajama Sam, no need to hide when it's dark outside. Oh, well, those are just some really crazy names. 1996. Uh, your lunch goes in it. Your lunch goes in you, does it not? Perhaps we should call you Lunchbox as well. Wait, is that uh, an actual game title or a quote? No, that's, that's from Pajama Sam. Oh. Uh, Monopoly, <laughs> 1995. Uh, D- Disney's Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games, 1995. I'm sure that was a hoot. Uh, Disney Activity Center, Aladdin, 1994, the year I was born. Eh, 1995 is better. 
<laughs> That's the year I was born. <laughs> you do get you do get two more games. You got Pumbaa's uh, Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle <laughs> Jungle Games and Monopoly on your birthday. So eh. I like Monopoly. Aladdin's pretty good. Mm. Uh, Aladdin's pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's that's a list of uh, a lot more some than pretty I impressive games expected to be inside cereal boxes. Yeah, any any games there that completely stand out to you? All of them. I don't know how you'd play Clue. Um, and I also don't know how you play Carmen San Diego watered down to words, um, which is very interesting. Yeah, I I honestly don't know how. If anything, yeah. it's it's piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's crazy. Like, cause I was thinking about this, like just I mean I think about this stuff a lot. It's part of the reason why I stay up at night. Think yeah, about I you know I've, what other games are in cereal boxes and why. I, I never think about this. <laughs> I think about it all the time. I actually think about, like, me being in the video games. And I'm like, how cool would it be? What would I do? <laughs> Sometimes I imagine myself as the controller. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like being the TV. He likes to be touched. <laughs> Handled. Um, oh, <laughs> this is getting awkward. <laughs> I did say this was going to be a weird episode. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I just thought that was really weird. I mean, it's it's just i mean it's just a strange thing especially nowadays where it's like you know we are kind of moving away a lot from like physical uh you know medium and the fact that we had these games inside our cereal boxes it's almost like companies were trying to get like a, a leg up and trying to get into you know the hands of children and uh I guess man child. This like, is like really disturbing sounding. But I mean that's that's kind of what it is though. I mean they wanted to get their games in the hands of children and I guess attack them through the cereal. Well, it's it's weird. I like, would actually like to to talk about that too because to be honest with you back then I mean video games had their own store, their own spot that they they'd did. be sold. And then they started introducing them into the cereal boxes. And yeah primarily people thought that they were primarily kids games oh these are for kids kids are video games are for kids yeah and we've really come to the day where no they're not like everyone's playing them and they're admitting to playing them finally That's oh yeah really the yeah. truth is they just need to admit that they played them yeah most um, people i think play games which most even back then you know adults played video games it was just like I guess the generic idea, I mean, cereal boxes with the games in it didn't necessarily mean to be targeted just to kids, but most of the time, you know, we remember as kids eating more cereal than we do as adults. I don't know why, yeah. but that's just something that, you know, when we're adults, we can cook our own eggs and bacon and all kinds of other things. Our horizons but... are a bit broad. <laughs> but as kids and as a mom, and then you have like four children... A box of cereal. Yeah, a box sure. of cereal can last like a, a couple days. You know, just pour them a box of cereal on your on your days that it's too much to handle sometimes. Yeah. You know, so definitely can understand that. Yeah, it's good. It's you know, kids are satisfied with it. I mean, and I now, guess I, now I we're like going cereal. digital. It's strange. Yeah, but it's weird though because I mean, I guess back in the early '90s and really the late '90s and early 2000s, you know, social media really wasn't a thing. And really, besides, like, you know, if you're on, like, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, there wasn't really any, like, you know, video game commercials. I remember socializing on video games before socializing on a social media um, website. 
Yeah. You know, or app or whatever. You know, like, I never, like, by the time I learned about MySpace, I've already made friends in my video games. I know. I know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I mean, that's like, you know, me and John's friendship was, you know, over a conduit website, you know, which is, like, mm-hmm. really obscure and crazy to think about. And, you know, we'll have an episode all dedicated to that at some point in time. But it's it's weird. I mean, it's it's very... It's very strange. It's just hard to remember the day that they actually sold physical games in their own stores and when grocery stores didn't have that in there. And maybe it was that we were just never brought to those sections, you know, in the store. But I guarantee you, I don't think there was at least console games being sold in there. I think, if anything, maybe PC, a small section. I think it was just PC, but it's weird because... Um, even when I'd go to like the drug stores and stuff like, um, you know, Rite Aid and Eckerd and all that, they would have like a small selection of like PlayStation two games and they probably still have them in there. So you can see like <laughs> gun in the background, which is basically like a, you know, red dead revolver, um, spinoff almost not really a spinoff, but it's kind of like a knockoff in a way. Um, and it's, it's a really weird game and very violent. So it's just strange to like see that kind of game in there. But even if you go to like Kohl's and stuff, you get like some weird games that now are like ancient. You walk into any store and you can find a video game playing somewhere. A lot of times. I mean, they're, they're dedicated food stores typically don't have it, but I, I thought it was weird that, you know, they kind of were, were trying like a, a different marketing approach, I guess, when they were, you know, putting these games in the cereal boxes and they don't really need to do that anymore. I mean, I'm sure you know they do it in different ways like nintendo had like the you know mario 3 like you know the mario uh you know odyssey serial mm-hmm. i'm waiting for the day now since we're digital though since we really are getting digital copies instead of physical now yeah that they're just going to take them away from the grocery stores that do have them you know things like uh target walmart just your most basic you know places that they're being sold right now because how much profit are they really making to keep it in their store when they could have more selections of like toys or things that kids are going to go to because toys or else isn't really quite a thing anymore they just go to your local walmart or target for your gifts you know for other children's parties or you know you just run up to the store and while you get your groceries get the get the toys you know? See, now, I will say that I feel like a lot of people that have these consoles, a lot of them are kind of out of the loop. And I think a lot of them are still heavily on, you know, they still buy heavily, um, you know, primarily, I guess, physical games. And, you know, they don't really realize you can download them or they don't want to download them. They want to just have them and be able to, you know, turn them in and trade them in for a different game. And, you know, I feel like there's still a large amount of, of like the audience that still does buy physical digital numbers are higher than they ever been. Um, but you do have a point because I mean, I guess if parents are buying games, they still are going to go grab the physical. Yeah. They're like, they're probably going to do that and they're not going to realize, Oh, you know what you can download. And, and it's, I mean, there's even some people that, you know, are the generation kind of above us that plays video games. They prefer the, the physical and that's, that's kind of a blanket statement. Um, but I feel like a lot of them still, for the you people you that. know that are older that do play, they have the physical, yeah, I mean, physical copies. Personally, for me, I could go without physical games. Um, I think, you know, the collector's edition of games are really cool sometimes. But, I mean, typically I don't buy them just because they're so expensive. I'm so done with physical games. To me, that was the most hated part. Yeah, it's it's like it's so much convenient. 
uh, more convenient to be able to just go into your console and just switch games without having to go up, insert the disc, you know, take the other one out and all that other stuff. Not in that direct sequence, but whatever. Um, and especially if you have a portable system like the Switch, it's so much better just to have all your games downloaded in there. I like getting one to fill the game slot that's in there just so it's occupied, but... I just, I don't know. I just prefer having, you know, the ability to just, you know, swap your games and have all of them on your system and not have to worry about it tied to your account so you'll always have them. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just kind of how I feel about that. Um, but, you know, physical games still have, you know, a place. Um, just probably not in our cereal boxes anymore. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to be a comeback cereal will be cereal no yeah i think cereal and video game at least physical video games are probably done i feel like (laughs) i'm really curious what the development cost of the uh, captain crunch crunchlings game was and these other games and i mean i'm assuming that they're relatively low but think about it someone actually had to develop that and it's not like the cereal was more expensive the people who developed it didn't really get much credit yeah and even like <laughs> it's just brand placement like going back to the captain crunch game there was like some weird brand placement in that like you had like these like gatorade um you know ads in there because i think uh, gatorade and captain crunch are kind of made underneath like the same like parent company or something so it, it's like it, it's just weird like you're seeing all this crazy brand placement in there so it's 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 very entertaining but um you know, I, I definitely wanted to have this episode, though, because I feel like this is just such a bizarre topic. And sometimes it's kind of fun to kind of, you know, bend a little bit away from, you know, just specifically talking about video games and, and having like, you know, weird topics like this. Yeah. Having an oddball conversation or two. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun. It's because it's this is like a really strange part in, I guess, like gaming lore that we had cereal boxes that had physical video games in there and they're just weird you know because games i feel like if you play video games the odds are you definitely play like board games or you were introduced to games in other odd ways or i mean games in general you know like even playing pretend like we gotta do one about playing pretend because man do i got some stories for you (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, I do them all, you know. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, so, you know, the the thing that we did this week, um, you know, we put up two episodes now this week. And, you know, I think that, you know, we want to start introducing a little bit more content into the podcast feed as Definitely. we go forward. And, you know, I feel like we're kind of, you know, working up the muscle to do that now. Definitely. Maybe have like categories or something we can we can address, like kind of like what we've been doing, the news and then maybe like the main topic yeah. and then how that branches out. But we definitely don't want to lose the flow of our of our conversation either. So it's no, just yeah. hard to transition and, and we don't want it to become this robotic scripted thing per se. Yeah. You know, we just want to kind of roll with it and be able to connect with you guys on that kind of level where we're being real you know yes and we want to be able to talk about you know more things and have more bonus episodes and bonus content for you guys to listen to and it's 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 a lot of fun to do it because there's certain topics that you know we don't hit in our normal episode so we need additional time to do that and additional space to do that so 
um, we're, we're going to continue to, to work on that and uh, give you guys some some interesting content along with, you know, our other content, which I think is still pretty interesting, too. So, Kim Kim, I think it's time for us to say our farewell. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Go get a bowl bowl of Chex Mix. Yeah, go eat. <laughs> go eat a nice, fresh bowl of Chex Mix. And uh, <laughs> Don't do it. Don't really, do it. I, I'm, I'm going to try it. Aww. I'm going to do it. I'm going to post it on our YouTube channel. I'm not actually going to do that. Guys. Go eat your favorite cereal and have a wonderful day. Well, guys, this was this was Game Pinions episode 37. Make sure you head on over to Apple Podcast or even our Twitter account. Leave us some nice reviews or not nice reviews, depending on your opinion of the podcast. These reviews would help us greatly, and it kind of gets us on the same page as what you guys are thinking. So check us out and enjoy the rest of your weekend or week, depending on when you listen to it. See you guys. It's been great, right? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs>